Hello, Probers. Howdy, howdy. Welcome to But It Was Aliens. The extraterrestrial comedy podcast brought to you by two former MIBs. Mibs. Not one, but two. It's like a buy one, get one free, but better, somehow. And Gramble is the free one. I'm your host this week, Moonwalker, and sitting opposite me looking befuddled is my co-host for this week, Kevin the Grey. If you're not familiar with our show, each week we take it in turns to bring you a case and decide whether or not we believe it's aliens. For those of you that are familiar with our show, thank you for putting up with our shit. We love you for it. Well, I love you for it. Granville doesn't have a lot of love in his heart. I have a lot of love to give. To who? Anyone that doesn't annoy me. <laughs> Which is a very, very small percentage of the world. But I love them. <laughs> All two of them. This week, our probe begins in Sweden. Yeah! August 29th, 11.30pm. Late. Lake Anton Ennebakken would be the location. Would it be? There must have been a rave or some kind of gathering going on as we have a multitude of witnesses that describe seeing a ball-like object moving above the trees. This object wasn't a balloon and it wasn't a disco ball. What was it? (laughs) The object was able to change colour and shone so bright. Like Michael Jackson. Oh, I was close to the knuckle there. Oh, sorry. that it illuminated the trees beneath it. Very similar to a helicopter searchlight. The object not only gave off this magnificent colour-changing display, but it was also accompanied by a soft humming sound. Hum. i just like to make the audience aware that Mr Moonwalker has named this probe Swedish Red balls i have no idea what's coming up but i'm expecting a really hot sauna lots of new dudes balls out and sweaty hot red am i am i close i mean i'm not surprised that's where your head went but i think it lets our audience know exactly where your head goes you just want to see naked old men in a sauna don't you well it is funny sometimes A local farmer gave his account of what happened and says that whilst he was getting ready to go to bed, he noticed that all the cars in the road had stopped. This was not normal. His son then came in explaining that something red was moving over the town. Okay, Mr. Moonwalker has included a picture in the... It's Elmo. He's included a picture of Elmo with a Glock 9 in the research notes. Elmo, don't take no shit. Gangster Elmo. Gangster Elmo. So we've got a red Elmo in the sky is what I'm getting here. We have a red object in the sky at the moment. And it's Elmo. My first thoughts was if it's going to be hostile, it's going to be Elmo. (laughs) (laughs) What? Why is Elmo hostile? When has Elmo ever been hostile? Because you wouldn't expect it. Elmo loves you. Until you fuck up. And then Elmo fucks you up. And... When has Elmo ever effed something up? Let alone someone. We're clearly watching 
two different Sesame Streets. Are you watching that adult one again? Where Big Bird's got the really big wings. I don't know why, but my brain was about to say bird. <laughs> <laughs> right. On the note of Sesame Street, Big Bird is not a canary. Screw Sesame Street. That thing is massive. Canaries have never been that big. Big Bird is a damn dinosaur. Continue. This photo picture thing of Elmo looks 3D. The gun is proper popping out at me. Mm. Just to let you know. Fuck with Elmo. Elmo loves you. We've got a ball of red in the sky, yeah? Above mm-hmm. a farm? Um, it's not necessarily above a farm at the moment. Above a farmer. But did a farmer, farmer? A, yeah, a farmer. farmer has seen it. So we have several times covered farmers being abducted and or otherwise messed with and slabbed by aliens. Slabbed. Now, am I getting the feeling that this is going to be a sexual probie case today or more of a sighting? Hashtag slabbed. No, I'm not feeling a slabbing. Did you just scissor? No. I hashtagged. Uh, okay. Slabbed. You can make a hashtag with your fingers. I never... My mind is just blown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is going to be one of those random sightings in the sky of a ball. A red ball, Elmo ball, that's going to be seen by others, but I don't feel a slabbing. I would just like to clarify... It wasn't Gangster Elmo that he saw. Well, that changes everything. We're getting slabbed, folks. But he saw a red light, which was moving in a to-and-fro-like motion above the trees. He says that it acted strangely and would move at different speeds, as well as disappearing and reappearing a few times. Camo on, camo off. Camo on, camo off. It's a predator. The look Granville gives me every time he hears the word predator. He continued to watch from his window with his wife and would go on to venture outside, transfixed, transfixed on watching this strange object do its thing. Do its thing. (laughs) The object then landed in front of the forest and then yellow and white beams of light would be seen coming from the object. Ooh. The farmer and his wife watched this thing for over two hours before deciding they were done and went off to bed. Others that witnessed this event would go on to state the object would leave shortly after 2am. So no lost time at this point. None. It's all documented time. I'm trying, I've, I've been drinking a little bit as we're recording today. I think the time a little bit is a bit of an understatement. <laughs> What's that, third rum? Seven uh, shots in, fourth? one shot of tequila. Regardless, I'm going a bit hazy as to which episode it was further than that we covered it recently. And it was one of my probes, so I'm really apologetic for forgetting where it was. But we covered a case quite recently where a UFO let out a ball of light. In fact, two cases. The one I'm thinking of is my one where the ball of light kind of follows them. I was thinking one where the ball of light shut off the aeroplanes, the jets. 
So they turned around and flew back. But like I said, I, I've just gone completely blank on where it was. I'm so sorry. And the other one is where... I've the, not even been drinking and I can't remember it. It was literally like three or four episodes ago. <laughs> Damn, son. And the other one is where the four aliens held hands and then turned into light and turned the... People into people poles. Yeah, stony poles. Stoned them. Indeed, they got stoned. And do you know what's really been grating on me ever since we recorded that episode is that I missed the opportunity to refer to you as G Exotic. (laughs) You mentioned tigers all the way through. And as soon as you left after recording it, I was like, oh, I've missed such an opportunity here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Rambo, Aaron Moonwalker. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. G-Exotic over here? Doesn't land the same now. Let's let's try and smooth that landing. What are your opinions <laughs> on tigers? <laughs> continue. Another witness was one of the motorists that stopped their car in the middle of the road. And it said... They told a, <laughs> a similar story. He and a friend were driving along the highway when they noticed a red light moving to and fro that would every now and then stop still. He stopped the car and they watched it for about 10 minutes before they just got back in the car and continued on their way. There are other motorists that described the exact same thing. Some stayed for a while, others for just a few minutes. This is sounding familiar. And they just got in their cars and carried on their way. On the other side of town, there were also multiple witnesses to this bizarre event. Miss Theo Hansen, sounds eerily familiar to John, claimed that he, his wife, and their (laughs) friends also saw this red object in the sky. What do you mean claimed? Mr. Johansson is honourable and trustworthy, I'll have you know. They saw this thing, and that it looked like it was the same shape and size as our moon. Moony. However, the colour of the object made it obvious that it wasn't actually the moon they were looking at. What colour was it? Red. You got it. Woohoo! Like the previous witness statements, they witnessed it move to and fro, but the Johansons and friends witnessed a beam from the ground up to the object, and the light was constant and also reflected off of the surface of the lake. Is there a military base nearby that we know of? Not that we know of. Is there a military base further away that we know of? Not that we know of. What a one that we don't know of. I don't know. So this thing at present hasn't done anything to indicate that it is of extraterrestrial origin. Other than hover, disappear and reappear, no. But the Philadelphia experiment could disappear and reappear. That it could. Hmm. I'm going to reiterate that there is nothing at this point that would suggest alien origin. Is this military... It's interesting that several witnesses have seen the same thing. Mm-hmm. And at different so, parts of yeah. the town as well. They're not so all the, in one place. The options are either there's some sort of optical, 
optical effect going on in the sky or we've got something up there. Hashtag burp. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Johansson and his friend ditched their wives and went to investigate the source of the light. They went to a bath. They jumped into the car and off they went. Okay, at this point, Mr. Moonwalker has provided a picture in the research notes for me. It's Batman and Robin. <laughs> Adam West, Batman. It's, yeah, I should add that 60s Batman and Robin. So we're not talking Nipple Clooney or Christian Bale or Michael Keaton. We are talking Adam West. Cheesy pal Batman. Oh, not that Twilight guy either. Didn't he play Batman, or am I making that up? No, he did. Don't remember his name, but I definitely remember reading about it. Not seen uh, that one. Robert Pattinson. It's really good. Ooh. Fair play to the chap. As the they... Vampires don't sparkle! Continue. They don't. As they navigated their way to the wooded area, they found another car at the side, along with two other men <laughs> who were also trying to find the source of the mysterious light. And Mr. Moonwalker... <laughs> Mr. Moonwalker has inserted the famous Spider-Man cartoon meme of all four Spider-Mans pointing at each other here with NYPD in the background. I can't remember if that's part of the original meme or if someone's put that in. It's part of the original meme, I think. But regardless, I was thinking as you were detailing that segment that they basically found themselves here <laughs> looking at it, so it's quite apt for me. They've... Either that, or this is an excuse because they've been caught out by their others, significant others, later on in the night, and they've all come up with this story. If they get caught out to explain it, this is actually some man-on-man dogging. They're out late at night, some lonely, unsatisfied gentlemen, not being true to themselves. They're looking for something real, and they found that realness inside of each other. As they stood and contemplated what the source of the light could be, and what was actually going on, the light disappeared. Hmm. Johansson and his sidekick got back in their car and went home. What happened to the other two gentlemen, to this day, remains a mystery. They found themselves. But when Mr. J and his sidekick got home, they were still able to see the object above the trees at around 1 a.m. Mr. J, a.k.a. Harley Quinn's reference for the Joker. Indeed. I, I caught that one. Okay. So has the object disappeared or is this about angles? The object isn't, didn't disappear. When they got there, the beam of light that went from the ground up did. So the object was still there. And we've still not had any lost time. Zero lost time. Oh, I don't know what I feel about this one yet. The details aren't really pushing me one way or the other. There's nothing... I mean, when someone's just seen a funny light and shape in the sky, there's nothing to say that they're seeking any personal gain. They're just sharing something strange that they've seen. The equivalent today is probably taking a weird photo and posting it on the Insta. Mm -hmm. 
So what mm. you didn't know until now, Grey Bollocks, is that Mr. J owned some land. I knew that. And it was upon his land that some strange indentations were found. And that they happened to make a perfect triangle. Each indentation was 10 foot apart. Each one was approximately 40 centimetres in width and 7 centimetres in depth. 7 centimetres deep would mean that whatever this object was, it was extremely heavy. Not necessarily. It was extremely <laughs> Heavy. Scientifically, the tip of the tripod landing equipment could be very thin, therefore pushing it through the dirt further than a more dense and spacious tip could be. Extremely heavy. Mr. Moonwalker has included a picture of the... Okay, this is looking familiar. Not because we've covered this before, obviously. We covered a previous case in a farm where there was a triangular landing zone indentation area. And in fact, we covered similar types of indentations at Rendlesham Forest. So this is not the first or even the second time we've seen of this. I'm pretty sure there's been at least one or two others as well. Interesting. Did they test these holes for radiation levels or anything of that nature? We shall get on to that. Who took the photo? I couldn't tell you. Why? I don't know. Why not? Why don't you know? Because I didn't investigate that <laughs> deeply to find out who took the significant photo. I need to know! I just know it's part of the probe. So these were investigated by Mr. Limu. Now, unfortunately, this is the only case I could find with Mr. Limu attached to it. Interesting name. But that's not to say that Mr. Limu doesn't exist or that he hasn't been part of other cases either. But from his findings, Mr. Limu deduces that the object must weigh overall over five tons. God. There were no signs of broken trees or compressed or damaged foliage nearby, so he also believes that the object could have been, at max, 28 feet across. Science! In keeping in line with the other eyewitness statements, this is also where they say it looks like the light originated from. In most cases of UFO activity, traces of radiation are found, and this case was different. There wasn't any. <laughs> this came to the surprise of many of the ufologists and investigators at the time. Some believed that the soil samples collected may not have been good enough to get the reading required. So, as mentioned in a recent episode... Who's to say that these alien or allegedly truthfully alien civilizations operate to the same rules of chemistry and physics and biology and whatnot that we currently understand today on Earth? Who's to say that they even leave radiation? They could be traveling via dark energy, gravity, electricity, other dimensions, 
5D, 6D, 12D orifices. So there's no reason to, well, that we understand. Mm, yeah, I feel like it's a bit, not arrogant of us, but a bit presumptuous of us to assume that anything otherworldly is going to leave behind radiation because there could be things that we just don't know about yet. Mm-hmm. Mr. Limu, Limu, that's an interesting name, isn't it? Where's that from? I don't know. Uh-huh. Never heard of him before. Now, this is the part of the probe where we turn to science and scepticism. The police and the local press at the time didn't agree that the case was one of UFO origin. And they believed that this was a hoax created by using a hot air balloon. No! (laughs) Ah, Mr. Moonwalker is stuck in a picture of a giant red virgin hot air balloon. I'm slightly disappointed in myself in that I didn't think of this earlier on, but I was trying to look to reasons to believe rather than to push it to one side as in factual. Mmm. We know airships, hot air balloons, that kind of thing have been around for hundreds of years. Mm hmm. That's an interesting alternative theory, Mr. Moonwalker. You can see from the picture I've provided how a balloon like this could possibly be mistaken. Now, some ufologists believe that this is a cover-up and that the information was put out far too quick after the event. Taj Erickson of the Research Institute for National Defence conducted an investigation himself and also came up with the same theory about the hot air balloon. Do we have evidence of the hot air balloon? A mysterious blue Saab was spotted at Mr. Johansson's farm and it was claimed that the two men who Mr. J ran into were responsible for the hoax. When these two men, who were miraculously found, were questioned about it, they pointed out that they were not responsible for it and also they were not the men that Mr. J saw that night. It was Mibs. And to add salt to the wound, their car was also a green Fiat. <laughs> so not only do we not know who or what happened to the men that night, because clearly they weren't miraculously found, but also who in the chocolatey biscuit fudge are these two guys? Mibs. Tire marks were allegedly found near Mr. J's farm that didn't belong to his car. Were these from the hoaxers? And depending on who you ask, this case is still unsolved. But Greynuts, before I ask you to solve this Scandinavian mystery, let's summarise. Let's. We have the case of a mysterious multicoloured orb-like object in the sky. Multicoloured to some, but red to most. It is seen by numerous eyewitnesses during the late night of August 29th and the early hours of August 30th. It's witnessed going to and fro and occasionally after disappearing and reappearing or stopping still. A yellow-white beam, depending on where the witnesses were, was either seen from the object when it was on the ground or coming from the ground up to the object. 
One pair of gentlemen decided they weren't only going to watch, but would also try and find the source of the light. On their way, they bumped into another pair of gentlemen doing the same. The light then disappeared. The, <laughs> the first pair went home and the second pair mysteriously vanished. Later, either that night or the next day, Mr. Johansson from the first group of two gentlemen found some strange indentations on his land that were allegedly truthfully investigated by UFO investigator Mr. Limu, who came to the conclusion that whatever made these indents weighed five tons and was potentially 28 feet across. The police, press and another investigator believed that this was all a hoax and that it was created by two individuals and a hot air balloon. Mr. J and some ufologists refute this and some believe that this is a cover-up. What year was this again? I didn't state the year, but think it was 1971. Okay. So, Grey Pubes, do you believe that Mr. Johansson's farm was visited by extraterrestrial visitors? Or was this a hoax or something else entirely? Hmm. I'm torn in my mind. What I'm wondering... Torn. Did Mibs mess with these folks testing an aircraft and then sending these two plants to make them think they're seeing the same things and take them away, send two other plants in that weren't them and kind of create a whole confuddle of the situation because they were testing something and these folks weren't supposed to see what they did. But then, mm, I don't know. You've put a picture of the South Park aliens in here. Wonderful. Hmm. I mean, do you want me to conclude or? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not saying that it was aliens, but it was interesting. We don't have any evidence to my recollection to suggest that these people definitely existed. We have a photo of some indentations in a farm, which we've covered several times and rarely have we concluded that it has been aliens. No photos of the item in the sky itself, even though this was fairly modern. I mean, if you've got pictures of the indentations, surely you would have pictures of the... Yeah, that's object. kind of where I'm leaning. What I'm struggling to decide upon is as to whether the folks who saw it definitely saw it and shared that story or whether it was a hoax from them. <clears throat> if they were that convinced that it was something extraterrestrial, I feel like they might have been more willing to go out there a bit more and they didn't. So I'm going the hoaxy direction at the moment. I personally mm -hmm. believe that either this was a hoax, including Mr. Johansson, or a hoax, not including him, but he used the opportunity to try and gain from it. Mm. Um, the indentations on his land... Bring in visitors. ...could have made been made by anything. Yeah, could have literally just burnt the bottom of something or... You know how when you get a poker and you make it red hot and you just sear 
into something. Yeah. They could have literally just burnt indentations into the ground. Mm. And the fact that it was only seven centimetres deep, I feel that if that's a craft that apparently weighed five tonnes, it's going a lot deeper than seven foot. I mean, seven centimetres. Um, Mr. Lemu, I couldn't find anything on him whatsoever. I was trying to see if I could, what other cases he'd been involved in, couldn't find anything at all. And his reasoning for why something weighed five foot and could be 28 feet, sorry, weighed five tons and could be 28 feet across just seemed ludicrous. Mm, Yeah. Not sure on the science. No. But if it was a hoax involving Johansson, I think when him and his friend went off, they just went to check that the other two, that everything was going according to plan or right. Mm-hmm. And then they buggered off. Um, like Because apparently the light went off when they got there or after they'd been there for a while. So they could have had a conversation, switched the light off, and then they went their separate ways. And then the next part of the plan was to make the indentations in the field and then claim mm. that. I mean, we don't know if his, if Mr. Johansson was struggling or if he was financially fine. We have no idea. But I can't say this is aliens. Yeah, this is, a hoax. this is close to, if not absolutely, the most on the same page we've ever been. I Yeah, <laughs> what you said. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. I don't know if it's because he's been drinking too much or what, but we are on the same page. Thank you for joining us for this week's probe. You can find us on Facebook at But It Was Aliens. Our Facebook group is Extraterrestrial Towers. We're on Instagram at But It Was Aliens Podcast, and we are also on the Twitter at But It Was Aliens. We have another bunch of podcasts called Side Probes, where you can investigate things outside of the extraterrestrial. With us. These usually involve things like ghosts, cryptids, and Greybeard's favourite, pirates. Yarrr! Along with Rasputin's dick. I do like pirates. We should cover more pirates. These can all be found on Patreon.com forward slash Aliens. Who should cover Steed? You or I? You. (laughs) (laughs) You were so keen on him, though. I feel like you'd put real passion into that. I feel like my bursts from the outside would Mm. add more to it. Whereas if I wrote, it would become too biased and too (laughs) (laughs) one-sided. Yeah, but you know, if I cover it, I'm just going to be putting him down at every opportunity. And then I can fight fight his corner. Whereas if it's the (laughs) other way around, it'll be too biased. Mm, I'll think on that. As always, I've been Moonwalker, and he today is the drunken greybeard. Remember, the truth is up there. Hash tag. Swedish red meatballs. Mm.